0: We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials.
1: A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 80 of Married Millennials. We hope all of you had a phenomenal weekend. My Sunday, my whole weekend, but my Sunday in particular was easily top five most turned up Sundays that I've experienced since moving to Los Angeles in what, 2011?
0: It's like what you've been waiting for. Like Legitimately yeah. is what I've
1: been waiting for. I'm, I'm a Southern California boy, born and raised. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm a transplant. He knew to Los Angeles. No, I just made Los Angeles my home in 2011. This weekend, y'all, like this Sunday, if I can't even begin to explain how dope of an event it was. So our good friends... Adrian and DJ Benjamin Walker had this idea that they were going to host a 90s R&B brunch. So from 11 to 4 on Sunday in West Hollywood, there was about 300 black folks turned up at the nice little spot in West Hollywood. Great music, great food, great people, great drinks. Like literally, if you paint the perfect Sunday, like that's what yeah. we have.
0: And I want to say too, it's not like you're just sitting at a table. Like there are tables and there's a bar out there and people are on the dance floor. Like it, that's it's, what it is. Like it, you're, you eat and then you dance. It, it's not even like, okay, think about this. When you think of brunch, like, oh, I'm sitting
1: down yes. and there's just like, no, 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 no. Like you're sitting down for a little bit, but I, you can't even eat because all you're doing is dancing to the music. Like I'm ordering food and I had to stand up about 7 or 8 times can, because the DJ's chill. playing
0: on my cuts. Right. Like Benjamin, I see you. Like and how am I supposed to eat and hip hop? Like how am I supposed
1: to eat with the, when the cuts are just flowing like that? Like I can't even explain to you guys how dope it was. So this this event is called Brunch to Bomb. The the number 2, Brunch 2 Bomb. Do yourself a favor right now, open your Instagram app right now. You can pause the show. I'm going to allow you to pause Pause this show. show. I'm going to allow you to pause it. (laughs) Press pause. Pause. Open Instagram. Follow Brunch2Bomb. They're going to host these events once a month on Sundays in West Hollywood. If you are a young black millennial in Los Angeles, you must attend. And not even just black folks. If you love black people and if you love the turn up, if you love good food, if you love good drinks, you have to be there. Like This is literally... The, I can't even. I can't even explain it how really hyped I was
0: am. that good. That's the thing. Is like I'm out, sitting here like, oh yeah, Justin's just hyped. It was. That great. And yes, we know the you people. need to be there.
1: We know the people who host it, but yeah. take, take them out of it. Even like, if we didn't, if we did I would not go. Know, I'm in there. I, would be, I will be there every Sunday yeah. that my calendar allows. Yeah. Legitimately, we'll yeah. be there every Sunday. Because you're not going to find an experience like this where the food is good, the people are good, the music's fire. Like literally five hours of cuts. Yeah. Five hours of cuts. Not like, <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I like this song.
0: Five hours of straight Cuts. It felt like a space intentionally made for us. That's the thing, is it was tailor made for our enjoyment. So I just highly recommend it. We cannot recommend it enough, and we will let you know when we have the details for the next event so that you can attend. But yes, go follow them on Instagram. You'll get all the updates there, and we'll also link it in the bottom.
1: And also, uh, shout out to Leslie and Seth. Who were the host of yes. this inaugural event? Who are the host of their new cooking show on Aspire TV? Butter, Butter and, brown. and brown. We had interviewed Leslie a few weeks ago mm-hmm. on the podcast. The if, hot mommy. Haven, if you haven't checked that episode out, make sure you guys do that. But they were there hosting it. Premiered one of their episodes right there in the bar. Like I'm, that's what I'm just trying to tell you. Yes. Like, y'all don't understand. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't go this Sunday. You missed out. Like, I'm telling you that you missed out. This is the event that black folks in L.A. have been waiting for. And it's going down once a month on Sundays in West Hollywood. So clear the calendars. Get ready. And I'm pretty sure the next one is Sunday, November 12th. I'm I'm almost positive that it's Sunday, November twelfth. So go ahead and just clear your calendars <laughs> out now. And once we get more details, of course, we'll pass that along. But you must, 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 must attend. Right. Must attend. As one of my boys said, like, man, you said brunch. Like this was a brunch. I was expecting right. us to sit down and be chill. He's like, this was not a brunch. He said, like, you should have said this was a turn up. And that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Brunch to bomb, calling all that's black millennials. It's a turn up with
0: food. Like honestly, and you drinks. can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. You can't. Good food, good music, good drinks, good people. Right. Like,
1: what? There's no question. No question. Make sure you guys get that done.
0: Next time, I'll be sure to enjoy it more. I turned up the night before, and it was, (laughs) I mean, a debacle. So I had my 10-year high school reunion, which you guys know I mentioned that earlier in the year. I cannot believe it's October already.
1: Yeah, it's going to be January before we know it. It's going to be celebrating the new year. we
0: know it. So, I, you know, I got all dressed, which was another thing because I was like, I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard, but also this is how I dress. It ended up being completely okay. It was a good time. Now you guys know that I'm on my I'm vegan now. There is not vegan food readily available everywhere. (laughs) There's just not. So we ate before we went, but not, we ate like what, three o'clock? So yeah, we ate yeah, before we got 3, 2, ready. 30. That's where I messed up. I should have eaten after I got ready. But I ate at three o'clock and the event started at five. We got there at what, six? Six. Okay. Yeah. I guess I was already messed yeah, up. Yeah. You, were, th- you I was were three already hours, messed hours up. gone. Yeah. So I, I had a little bit of a salad. I made a, a salad. It was one of those like a simple yourself situations. which So basically it was like romaine less cucumber and jalapeno. So essentially she didn't eat anything until yeah, yeah. three o'clock. Yes. yes. So anyway, The wine that they had there, you guys know that I don't drink too often. And I was thinking, this is a celebration. I'm going to have some wine. I go to these little booths, it's wine tasting booths, and they have these tiny glasses. Like, they're, they're plastic cups, really. What, what, how many ounces would you say those
1: are? I don't know. They're small glasses. Like but, four. But what Joy doesn't realize is when you get a wine glass, yeah, the yeah, glass is big as way hell. Way I But they know. only fill about 20% of the glass. So Joy's looking at this small cup that they're filling up about halfway. And she's like, oh, they're just giving you a shot of wine. So then Joy proceeds to go and drink about 10 Shots because or ten flights of this. In wine. my
0: mind, I'm thinking, like, this isn't even like this is probably a half a glass of wine. When you physically have a glass of wine, no matter how much is in there, you know, I can have two or three of these and then I'm done. Well, with those little ones, I was like, I'm good. And I also never felt buzzed. I never felt buzzed. So I went from just drinking wine to like, oh, I'm very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I he was drunk. On the dance floor, had a great time. I mean, I wasn't too bad. White good. girl raced it drunk. Yeah, I was. I was.
1: I mean, bad. It was bad. <laughs> like,
0: we girl the only one having a good
1: time. <laughs> this was, I, and I had never seen, I haven't seen Joy drunk like this, and I couldn't tell you how long. <laughs> like, I, I genuinely College. could not tell you and even, and even though Joy had said like, Oh, she didn't really eat When you're on a vegan diet Even when you're eating The food that you have does not absorb much of anything
0: Right, because your blood is pretty clear Yeah, so it's you, don't, like, you don't have Alcohol hits you fast But that's yeah. why I said I never felt buzzed Like I had none of the indicators It was a setup, you guys It was a setup So by the end of the night And thank God it was at the end It truly was It wasn't while we were still no, but, having yeah, a good it was, time it was, Yeah, was,
1: Definitely, I went to the bathroom. I was like, afterwards.
0: "Ooh, like I think, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to to throw up." So I went to the bathroom. <laughs> definitely threw up, like hundred percent. And you know, I I don't know how anybody else is, but I genuinely don't like. Vomiting—it's the most disgusting, thi- disgusting thing. I don't like vomit. Justin doesn't like poop, so like the cleanup, when we have. What do you kids, mean I don't like, like poop? You don't like cleaning up poop. Like, like no, no, don't you? You no, would. That's a lie. Yeah, okay.
1: It does not bother me. Do not try to put the things Remember that you dislike on me. Remember when went
0: in the house and you were like, "Nope." Oh no! I was irritated. When he was, like, his stomach you was don't, sick.
1: You don't pick up. No, stop! Don't don't do not put your projections out on me. That is that is a false lie. All right. Well,
0: I don't Actually, like. Actually, it's not one. a false
1: lie. It's a true lie. It's, <laughs> it's, a, true <laughs> true. it's a false statement
0: lying right. on me. Okay. Well, okay, everyone. Justin likes poop. For the record, <laughs> I uh, don't mind poop. Nobody's walking around like, "Hey, I like shit," <laughs> <laughs> but, but it doesn't bother me. But you do like shitting.
1: Yes, I do. It, uh, the <laughs> it is your sacred that is time. My yes, indeed, it is.
0: I digress. So. I I don't like throwing up, but I did. And as I was doing it, I had this moment of disbelief. Like, oh, I'm for real, like, just vomiting right That person. Yes. It was very strange. So anyway, I gather myself. I'm like, all right, so I need to go back to Justin. I feel like I was actually like everything was okay. Like, did you know that I was like violently ill?
1: Did I know when you can't look at me straight and you can't stand (laughs) up straight and you just threw up in the bathroom? No, I thought you were perfectly fine.
0: (laughs) So then on the way home, Justin magically had a bag. I started throwing up in the bag, which I don't think I've ever thrown up in a moving sloppy. car. Sloppy. Ever.
1: Sloppy. Like, this is college ever. sloppy.
0: So sloppy. And I'm not embarrassed because, again, like, I haven't done this in a very long time.
1: Probably since, like, sophomore year of college.
0: Yes. And that was, I had, like, nine different shots of clear alcohol, but it was, like, some was... Rum, some was vodka.
1: That was freshman year, in particular, where you had that, that. Yeah, when that was, that was just a complete year? debacle, that was freshman year of college. Okay, so. <laughs> it's been a minute.
0: It's been a long time, and I just, I, I didn't go hard on purpose. That's the thing, is that it was completely in, in, unintentional. So anyway, the very next day, by brunch to bomb, I was extremely hungover. I was suffering, and next time, I want to be able to hit the dance more and have a good time more than I but did. But we still month. got hyphy at the brunch, though. We I still got high I was like, high-fee. all right. I gotta pull it together for this. There, there are a couple things. I made it out for the electric slide, which is a staple. Staple at all black events. Every black event, you must do the electric side. So it's a good time. I told the whole story to say, "Don't be hungover. <laughs> Come ready to have a, a have some food, have some drinks, and dance."
1: Now I have some really exciting news to share for all of our longtime listeners. You know, for months I have been talking about putting together a credit card course. I have said it for a while. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And now, honestly speaking, the course has been done for a while, but I had not found a way to implement it on the website and get everything squared away. A lot more goes into starting a credit card course or an online e-course in general. I know there's some platforms out there where you can just upload your content and not host it on your website, but I wanted everything on our website, on our home, so I can officially announce, so, so, so excited, after months and months of waiting, the credit card course is officially live on lovejays.com. As you guys know finances are so critical in a marriage, so unbelievably critical in a marriage and this was something that Joy and I were not aware of you have heard when people get divorces or they're having marital issues, finances are typically at the center of it. And when we got together, we combined all of our finances in one pot, and it has been a ball of stress <laughs> for a while. But I can finally say that we're starting to turn the tide. It's starting to make sense. We still get in some debates yeah. because our spending habits are naturally different. But I would say, even just from six months ago, we are in oh, yeah. a better position. And this credit card course is ready to change your life. And the reason why I say that is because I exclusively switched to credit cards years ago, I believe it was in 2015, mm-hmm. when I started using credit cards exclusively. And because of that, I take advantage of these points and I leverage these points with the various different credit cards and get to do fun, free things Without spending money. I went to Hawaii, or we went to Hawaii for our one year anniversary off of credit card points. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin the course because you guys need to go take the course. It'll change your life. It is a $100 course, but I'm running an introductory special for only $50. It is an hour and a half course, and it just kind of gives you the whole lay of the land. For those of you who have been swiping your credit card for years, for those of you who are new to credit, this is a great resource that will open your eyes and show you how beneficial it is if you use credit cards responsibly mm-hmm. i also have our free budget tracker that is on the website and it's also linked within the course too so if you sign up for that you'll be able to get access to that budget tracker so you can keep track of all your coins because it is hard out here especially when you're paying hundreds of dollars a month towards doing loans so you got to manage these coins correctly you have to manage these, these coins correctly. So I again, I can't even, the, the level of excitement that's in my heart to finally tell you guys after months that the course is officially live. So if you have ever supported us, if you've loved us from the very beginning, and people have always asked, like, how can we help, how can we contribute to so the Love Jays? We love your guys' content. If you are down for us, if you support us, if you listen every single week, this is what I'm asking. This is where your support comes in because the money that we get from this online course will allow us to continue to create more dope content for Love Jays. And additionally, it's, it's a great resource. So if you really love us, if you support us, you, you, you've written a review like we've asked for the last two <laughs> weeks, and I'm going to mention again, if you have not yet written a review on iTunes, make sure you go and do that as well. Hyper. Critical, So iTunes shows like, oh, gosh, Married Millennials, love Jays, they're kind of dope. Yes, write a review. Now I understand why those right. app developers put those little call buttons in the yeah, apps. Totally. Like, you want to rate us on, on Apple, on the App Store? No, I don't. And now yeah. I was like, damn, I kind of see why they do this mm-hmm. now. So now I'm going to be that annoying person. If you've written that review, if you've listened to tons of our episodes, now we need your support. Go and be blessed by this credit card course. And even if you don't need it, even if you don't need it. Tell somebody about it so they can get the knowledge from this credit card course. Guys, I love
0: y'all. I'm just so hyped. The course is live. The credit card course is live. LoveJays.com. You should be. I mean, honestly, this has been a passion project for you. It is your baby. And I think that it, it's good. The, the final product was wonderful. So I'm I'm very proud of you.
1: I, I, I'm like, I genuinely, guys, I can talk about this like for the entire show because it's just one of those things when you know you have a vision and you have no clue how you're going to do it and put mm-hmm. it together, but you just know you're going to do it. And this is what this course was. I'd never put together an, an e-course before. I had never designed a full PowerPoint presentation before. I had never recorded audio on top of a, pre- a PowerPoint presentation. So it was a, a learning process. R- pulling all the information together, creating the deck, then recording over the deck, then editing it together, making the slides look good, and, and putting out a, a great product that you guys can learn mm-hmm. from. And, and of course, I had, like I said, I had no idea how long it would take to integrate it into the website, and now it is there. So be blessed, I'm telling y'all, you guys will learn a lot from this course. This is not Mm, me just just hyping up my own product. No, not product. trying to
0: just it, push, push something on. You're trying to help like I'm really trying yeah. to help because yeah, a lot yeah. of
1: millennials in particular who I've, who I've talked to, yeah, they are so anti-credit cards. And there's you know, financial experts out there who say credit cards are the worst thing for, for you. And I could not disagree more. The one thing I will agree on is credit cards are the worst thing for you if you don't use them responsibly and you don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. that's associated with it. I mean, but that's like anything. Buying a home could be the worst thing for you. Buying a car can be the worst thing for you. Moving into a place that you can't afford could be the worst thing for you now taking out the wrong loans could be the worst things for you but if you do all those things correctly they could actually be of great service right and credit cards are the exact same thing right. but you have to go and do things responsibly hell relationships could be bad for you right. if you enter the wrong one so a lot of good could come from the best things and a lot of bad could come from the best things and again credit cards are, are just the are the same you just have to have the knowledge associated with it to use them responsibly, and then, hey, right. you guys can be able to hear collect these points and go on dope trips, because I know black millennials love to travel.
0: Right. Don't block your blessings out of fear. That's the lesson here. It
1: is a lesson. <laughs> and on top of that, when you go to the website, you're going to notice that the website is brand new, Love 3.0. Yes. They're we released down. the new credit card course, <sighs> and... We redid the website. The website is live. It's new. Redesigned. Much more informative, much more interactive. Find ways to get in contact with us if you want to be a part of the Love Jays Network. If you want to be a guest on our show, we have resources there that will make it easier for you guys to get in touch with us. Mm -hmm. We have a subscription button right there on the homepage for you guys to subscribe to our newsletter. We do not blast out spammy content, but if you want to get behind the scenes information on some things that we have brewing that we may not necessarily talk about on the public platform, make sure you guys subscribe to our newsletter for all the latest information about Love Jays. We are pretty transparent, and you'll get to know us, but there are still some things that we keep under wraps that are not included on this show but you will get that access on our newsletter so make sure you guys subscribe there lovejays.com new course new look new everything because of y'all we love you we love you we love you damn this has been a good weekend
0: I love your levels of hype Like you're I'm, just... I'm, hyped. I'm hyped as hell. Yes.
1: Ten-year high school reunion, the bombest brunch in the world. I went to a hockey game for the first time in 15 years last night. It was the only black people. In... We were the only black folks in our section. Loved it. Hyped. Didn't know what the hell was happening, but was just screaming when the king scored a goal. Launched a new course. Launched the new website. Like, what? Winning. I'm going to allow myself to high take five. this win. I'm, I'm going to take this win. This is a winning weekend. Yep. And I need you guys to help me win this week. LoveJays.com,
0: victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. You don't know that, that song? Is that the
1: church hymn? Yeah. No, I, I didn't. He did. Maybe, <laughs> may maybe, I, maybe I do, but I it's not coming to me by how poorly you're singing it. <laughs> that's that very well. I was trying
0: to sing it low so I would be like in key. No,
1: they still can tell that you
0: can't sing. All right, that's fine. I right. <laughs> You know what, in my next life... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like Beyonce plus Mariah plus like Etta, James I don't know I'm oh, just gonna be like, so you want to be a, be a like,
1: completely different individual I, I got I'm it I'm gonna be it. a
0: hybrid of vocal awesomeness and entertainment awesomeness like it's just All right. it's gonna happen well
1: we'll see what happens seeing yes. that nobody knows what <laughs> I'll happens keep you posted. next <laughs> yeah <laughs> keep, keep me posted hopefully I'm there with you
0: right I hope so. Hey, we'll find out. Look, we're not going to talk
1: about that. We didn't talk about no death. This is a week of victory. I'm declaring a week of victory. We're not about to bring it down All right. with the sourness. Okay. LoveJays.com.
0: You all know that I love me some Esther Perel. She is just full of wisdom and knowledge. And I just think everyone could benefit from listening to her, reading her material. Whatever you can get your hands on, I suggest you dive in. She had an interview this week on the School of Greatness podcast in which she discussed infidelity, which is basically her niche anyway but like she went in on this episode
1: and she for those who don't know who esther perel is she is a psychotherapist has been practicing for over 30 years has counseled probably thousands of couples Mm -hmm. and individuals on all things of life from relationships to life and this interview it's a i believe it was a 75 minute Interview and greatness. Joy, Joy sent it to me, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll listen. Because there's some times where Joy will send me an interview, and I listen to it the first five, ten minutes, and I just can't really get, get past it. Right. But this one, I mean, she came in off the top, Fire. Just dropping full out knowledge and Mm -hmm. it was all about infidelity. But the the thing that I enjoyed about infidelity, when you hear infidelity, specifically within marriages or in relationships, it's like the ultimate acts. It's Mm -hmm. the, what, what does she say in the show? She said, you can describe it in five words. If I catch you or if I find out, you're dead. You're dead, yeah. If I know, you're dead. Something yeah. along those lines that yeah. you can describe infidelity in five words. Which has
0: been my attitude. Like and me
1: I, to a T. <laughs> and I would argue that it's probably a, a lot of people's uh, people's opinion when it comes to infidelity. Right. But for 75 minutes, she really broke down and, and was explaining how you know, the, 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 the mind behind infidelity, why people step out. Mm-hmm. Is it based? Is it is it based on something that's happened specifically with their partner? Is it something that's happened within them? And then going in and talking about the, the she said it, it's unfair to look at infidelity without a dual perspective. Mm-hmm. So having to understand the person who's doing the the the, the cheating or having an affair, and the person who's the the victim of it. And it's in no way defending infidelity, but it is no. presenting a very, very thorough, thorough approach to, to analyzing infidelity on a, on a far greater scale. And, and the one yeah. thing that I took away from the interview, I mean, there's so many nuggets uh, that so, we took away from yeah. the interview, but one in particular that really caught my, my eye, and, and, and this is what I've kind of told Joy about it. And again, and this is not in defense to, to infidelity. And what she was explaining, she goes, a marriage is more than just two people. Mm-hmm. And we have said that it's a it's a community, so she used an example say you 've been married for twenty years, and someone steps out on their marriage and whether it 's a one time thing or it 's a continual thing and for twenty years. Here you are. You have built a life. It's a network of people who now get influenced mm-hmm. when these two individuals separate. And she said, "Okay, well, what happens if you know we're using you know his health insurance to help take care of my, my my sickly mom, or her you know his insurance, or whatever we're getting is helping with the kids and and the school and these benefits." It's so yes, it's quick to say, "Well, you did me wrong. I'm a hundred percent out." But when you look on the grand scheme of things, there are a lot of things that can be affected. By this brass decision right. to say I'm out, we're done.
0: Everything would be affected.
1: 100. percent Your whole life, especially yeah. if it's 20, 30 years. Even now, if if something happens, you know, if if we come to the point and say, okay, you know, we're done, yeah. I, our, I mean, friendship circles get completely Everything destroyed. Everything would be destroyed. Our, our adulthood. I mean, I've spent my entire adult life with yep. joy. With joy. Yeah. So for I, I don't really know my adult life without her. My adult friendships, Our my adult lives experience, are extremely, extremely intertwined. intertwined. So if something were to happen and we just come and sit and talk, like I couldn't just stomach saying, "Okay, I'm done." Because right. Joy asked me, she said, "Well, if you had, if, if I stepped out on you, what would you do?" And I said, "I would, I would have to start with working it out. I would, yeah. I would need to get to the course of why we right. did this. We need to understand, you know, what what was wrong. Is this something that I did? Is this something that that you did? Is this something that we're not doing together?" Like, where did we go wrong? But my reaction is not to say I'm out.
0: Right, and I also think that there are so many different versions of cheating. I think there's somebody who cheats a lot over time. There, There's the affair. It's one person for a long time. Or there's the, like, I just went and slept with somebody and it was a mistake. I'm sorry. You know, even though my trigger reaction is how could you not think about all the things that would be affected instead of, instead of the conversation being if this thing happens and it is the ball is in my court, right? So if I step out on you, Mm -hmm. your reaction would be, okay, well, let me think about how this would affect everything and then let me try to work it out. Whereas my brain is more so – I feel like the responsibility is yours to not make that mistake. For sure. You know, the responsibility would be mine to say – Let me not step out because if I do, it affects this, this, and this. I think there's something incredibly unfair, which I know life isn't fair, about doing somebody wrong and then putting the ball in their court, putting the responsibility on them to have to hold it together. For
1: sure. And and I don't think that is fair. It it is unfair. It is an incredibly selfish act. Mm -hmm. And no one's denying that. Uh, but it's been proven time and time again that people are going to make mistakes. You're going to do things selfishly. Right. You're going to do things incorrect. You're going to do things for vengeance. All things that are are, are not good. And so I'm not defending any of, these, any of these behaviors, and neither was she in her interview. Not at all. But was presenting saying, we need to really look at this. If we want to give advice about a topic that literally can disrupt and change people's lives, and not just two people, but mm-hmm. possibly dozens and hundreds of people. I mean, let's just use us for an example. I mean, we have thousands of you that we connect with on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. If something were to happen between us, thousands of thousands of you get affected by what happens with us. Right. Yeah, you know, we may not know you personally, but there is a, a vested commitment. And we may not know some of you guys personally, right. but we have a, a relationship. There's a there's there's a connection between all of us that we share. So if we just come up and say love Jays are no more, you get affected. Right the conversations you may be having with your significant other, the conversations you may be having with your friends that you may not even realize can be impacted by what the two of us are doing. Mm -hmm. And that's when you you really look at that and you say, okay, so we're going to just... Oh, throw in the towel and call it a day right. because of an action. And again, I'm not defending the action. No. But it is just much, much more Well, deeper. and
0: I thought she was also right in bringing up that people talk about infidelity way too late. They talk about it when they're dealing with it. True. Instead of beforehand, which that's what I really like about the relationship that we share is that we don't shy away from these topics. You pretty much know how I feel about it. I know how <laughs> you feel about it. You know, like I, neither one of, and it hasn't been passive. We have talked about these things in depth so I just and I want to continue having the conversation I think it's so important another thing that she brought up about infidelity is how you treat your friends who are going through it the advice you give them she said that you're normally one to pressure them right you normally are saying he did this or she did that you need to leave them you know screw everything else they did you wrong leave them and I've definitely been that person in the past right like They did you, you need to go. And that's not the right thing to say. The right thing to do would be to offer them support, to ask them what they want. Like, what's the outcome that you want? And then help them work through that instead of putting projecting what you want for them onto them. So
1: the first thing is don't make this about you. Yeah. This is a struggle that these people are going through and for you to sit here and say well this is what i would do it's not about you no one cares your job is to support and empower your friends through a very very difficult time and if your advice is not doing those two things then you need to shut the hell up yeah like honestly And, and that's what it was it was refreshing to hear because again i I don't have the tools, or at least I didn't know if I had the tools correctly to guide someone through that. And just hearing that was like, okay, cool. Like I, I appreciated that little bit of knowledge. Okay, we need to talk through this. You need to present all options and understand. And, a, and another point, again, that that she brought up was our society has become so judgmental of people for so staying judgmental. in relationships yeah. with people who have cheated on them or had affairs, what have you. And she's like, well, this is not a, a, a judging thing. This is, this is not something where we get upset or be mad on someone because, again, you don't know how deep these roots go. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for you to look on the outside and be like, oh, you can get over that. But if those roots go 500 feet deep, it's just not. A, that's well, not an easy move. It's
0: something as simple as she was saying. Sometimes people are in relationships and can't leave because the money's tied up, or they have a business together, and then that par- partner has made it clear, like, "Hey, if you leave, you're not getting a penny." So they don't leave, but they may leave in a different way. They may check out in a different way. So you just you never know how people are connected, why they're connected, and I think the biggest thing that you can do as a friend is being a source of support. Now, obviously, if somebody's getting abused, then you have to encourage them and give them the strength uh, to get themselves into a safer situation. But infidelity, I don't know. I, I So if someone got cheated on... Mm-hmm. What do you ta- what would you personally say?
1: I would just try to find out more of the facts. Right. And I I've, I've always been that guy in in all decisions that I've made is I want to collect as much information as possible before I make a decision. And in their case, I would if I didn't know them, I would just try to collect it. But for all of our friends, I think I have a very good understanding right. of where our friends' relationships lie and if something happened, I would guide them accordingly. But again, it's, it's not about you. It's not, it's it not about not me. It is not about you. you know, know. We talk about relationship advice, things that work, and we give it here on this platform. But as we've always said, is every relationship is different. Mm-hmm. Every marriage is different. And we share what has worked for us and what we believe are the best practices. But what are our best practices may not be your best practices. You can go out and try and be like, okay, that really doesn't work for us, so we're going to amend this and do things a little bit different. Cool. Whatever works for you, great. But you know, as people, we're all very different. Mm-hmm. There is a a, a a commonality between all of us, and if you're doing some things that are disrespectful and not trustworthy, jealousy. There's just some core competencies that you must meet mm-hmm. to have a successful relationship. But yeah. you know, aside from those those core components things can change and vary within relationships because we are all very different people. And that's, uh, so again, I would would take that, you know, with that knowledge, go in and, and talk through things. And as we've said before, you just have to be able to have those conversations. You know, people talk about infidelity, you know, too late. Once something has already happened, or mm-hmm. or we're not talking about when you get into marriage. You know, you're not talking about how many kids you want. You're not talking about how you want to parent these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not talking about your political views. You're not yeah. talking about
0: your religion. You're not ta- work like, work how, oh, how you expect the house to be run, like all that. Everything. Yeah. If you
1: if if you are literally considering engaging, you know, proposing to somebody and spending a life with someone for the rest of your life, and if you have not had these intimate conversations. Pump your brakes. Stop. Postpone your your proposal mm-hmm. and start having these conversations because you have to understand if you want one ki- if you want three kids and, and and your significant other only wants one and you are dead set on having three kids that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, straight sure up, it, it's a problem. Or if you're a devout Christian and someone else is Hindu or Buddhism and you want to raise your kids with Christian values and your significant other is like, no, I want to raise them on on Buddhist values. That's a problem, right? Like, yeah, th- these are things right. that you have to talk right. about. You come yeah. in and say, I wanna put all of our money in the pot, and you're like, no, I don't wanna share my money with you. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, like, yeah these are, and, and again, they're not easy conversations to have, they're not fun conversations to have, but Joy and I have always talked about uncomfortable, yeah. difficult things. I didn't want a dog, I have two of them. <laughs> Literally, I, and I told Joy yeah. that I didn't want a dog in this space. She said, I don't care. And she got a dog. And I was annoyed for months because I just felt like you just just completely disrespected and disregarded what I said. I presented my points, and you were just like, well, I don't care. I'm going to get a dog anyway. And then we ended up getting a second dog.
0: Yeah.
1: And granted, the the second dog helped deal with the – it helped calm the chaos of the first one, which is – pretty interesting you would think that getting a second one would make things twice as hard but it actually made it a little easier Way easier.
0: that's a chris tucker he said or was it chris rock one of the chris chris rock okay chris rock actually said don't have one kid he said if you're gonna have one kid don't have any kids if you're gonna have kids have a bunch because they keep each other entertained and that's the same thing with dogs yeah and two is way easier than one it it
1: was and so i've learned to adapt and and deal with it, but it was a, a source of contention for a long time. Because I clearly told you, it, I was not against having a dog. I just didn't want a dog in this space. And we have to change the way we live. When we go out with time, we got to get home. It's just like having kids because we don't have a yard. It's like we can just leave them in the yard, put some food out there, and they can go run around all day. It's like, no, they're locked up in the house. Right. But Joy, again, didn't care. Yeah. And there's frustration and, 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 and anger that gets associated with those acts. So you have to, just like I tell Joy, hey, you can't spend stuff on this. You can't spend money on on, on this item. And she's like, "This is bullshit."
0: Come on. no, it's not. <laughs> like, this is it. I love but, that you're just airing all your grievances with me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you air your grievances <laughs> like, too. I say this, and Joy does that, and then I say this, and Joy does that. I'm basically, not... you're, basically, this is all the instances in which I have not listened to you. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a it's not a matter of listening. It is no. not
1: as okay, this is what I, because I, I don't believe in that. And it's, okay, no, my, I, my I word I know. is fact. That's
0: a poor choice of words. Yeah,
1: very, very poor choice of words. I don't words listen to anybody to this. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Yeah, this is not a dictatorship by any no. means of the word. No. You know, but it's an important to respect it, to respect the other person's opinion. Yeah. But if you then present a clear and respectable counterpoint, then you say, okay, well, both are good sides. And then we have to decide collectively what we want to do. And eventually, you know, we did decide collectively, that okay, let's just go ahead and get the dog, even though I just essentially rolled over <laughs> like a dog, but you, you have to the
0: second dog because I was feeling after the wedding I wanted to nurture something and I knew a baby wasn't <laughs> the answer, no. so it was like a baby or a fur baby, and the fur baby made way more sense than an actual human child. So. That's really what happened there. Yeah, and like I said, I'm sure. And we love her. She's the best. We do. We, I yeah. love my
1: dog. I told yeah. you I love my dogs, but I, it didn't change the fact that the time when we got them, I didn't want them. Yeah. But I'm happy that they are here. Right. But those are just things that you just continually have to have the conversations about. And, and again, Esther Perel does an unbelievable job talking about infidelity from her experience. If you have not listened to the show, make sure you guys go look. And I said it's on Lewis's house, the School of Greatness podcast. Esther Perel, worth Every, every minute of the interview.
0: On a final note, over the weekend, I was asked if I had any advice for a woman who's getting ready to become a wife. And I said that I, the one thing that I really recommend focusing on is patience. You have to have so much patience because marriage, even though you, you could have been in a relationship for a, new, a long time, marriage is new. It's new to both of you. I, even if even if somebody's been married before, your marriage is, <laughs> is new, new. Mm-hmm. is brand spanking new. And it is difficult, not in a bad way, but it is, it's is—it's just difficult settling into who you guys are going to be as a married couple. So I would say patience. Patience is,
1: 100%. is the key. And yeah. you're definitely more patient than I am, but it is something that I am continually working on. And you have to, if you do not have patience, it's just not going to work. And again, I'm not, I, that's probably my weakest trait. The most important trait that you need is definitely one of my weakest. So I have to consciously practice it on a daily, weekly, monthly
0: basis. And being completely transparent, that is where I have suffered from the most from you, you know, just your lack of patience with me. It's hard especially when I'm giving you as much patience as I possibly can. And then you're just, and we've had this conversation. I actually read a friend on Facebook was celebrating a 10 year wedding anniversary. And he said what he's learned is that you don't judge your partner for not being you. You offer them your patience and support in the areas that they are the weakest in and they do the same for you. Correct. And then you embrace the things that they are great in and you let them succeed in those things. And
1: again, Joy's kicking my ass yeah. in, in that department. But, I, well, but I, I saw
0: it. I was like, someone else gets it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> someone else gets it. In, in two years, though, will you say, I've gotten better? You've gotten better. I still got a long way to go. And I will be the first to admit that. Yeah. uh, But I have definitely gotten better. And again, it's something and and that's acknowledging your weaknesses. Acknowledging what you're you're not good at and spending the time to get better at it. And for the fellas, for those of you who are about to come become husbands, you know, my biggest thing and recommendation for you is to is to let your ego die. That's the advice that my father gave me before I got married and it is something that has held me through Throughout not even just our marriage, but our relationship as well, because he told me this at the very beginning. You know, when I had asked, like, how did you, how have you done this for 33 years? And he's always going back to, he said, when I, when I said I do, I let my ego die. Mm-hmm. And our ego gets in the way of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I am the first to say, you know, <laughs> my, my alter ego, as I say, Jay Riles, I, I'm, I'm, there's Justin and then there's Jay Riles. But you had, when I got married, is Jay Riles is still there but I had to let him die. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's certain parts of him that had to go. And your ego gets in the way of a lot of things. It, gets, it, it's, it's a, it houses your pride, things that you want to you know, impress or keep firm on and, and, mm-hmm. and stand strong on. It's like, no, we're not going to do this because I'm the man or this is me or I'm the husband. What I say goes. There's a lot of things that can, can get in the way you know, with your ego. So if you are, are about to get married or you're married now and you're, and you're battling that, let your ego go. Because if you got to be if you, if you got to be egotistical with your wife, hey, wh- who are you? Yeah, what, are what are you competing are you with? Yeah. If you're, you're competing with your wife. Uh-huh. Hey, that 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 is not grounds for That's success. Good. Is that we are working together. So if I can have the best me and the best you, we are going to succeed. And together, our ego can grow. We can create <laughs> a dual <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> ego. But your ego, by itself, gotta go. Dual Kick it ego. to the curb. Let it die. And and when you let it die, you will allow. The, the birth of something new Of someone new Who can learn Who can grow Who can be more receptive And of course Who can be the best you know, Partner for your wife
0: Yeah That's cute I like that <laughs> <laughs> we can Give me all the feels I don't know if you guys saw On our Instagram story I was feeling Justin Justin's body's looking real good I need everybody to know that <laughs> Shout out to my man He's been in the gym He's looking mighty fine He was over there Chopping potatoes for breakfast I was like oh my god Like This is my husband Stop I I I have
1: been in the gym Since February I'm I'm making Making body transformations You have to do it For the mind For the body have been pretty consistent about four to five days a week since february i probably lost about 15 pounds have slimmed and trimmed a lot and it, it just it feels good and again you know yes i want to feel good for me but part of being a great partner is i want to feel good for my wife and i want to be able to wake up and, and look good if i can't be my best self for me and i can't be my best self for my wife then what are we what are we what doing what are
0: we doing yeah. Like we
1: got to do it it's like yeah, yeah that means you got to wake up early and go to the gym when you don't want to but it's a part of doing the work that requires you two to be the best right well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And, of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page.
0: Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.